Welcome to the Need More Buffs podcast, the unofficial Lightseekers podcast sponsored by DeliveryCrab.com. DeliveryCrab.com, your number one source for Lightseekers cards and three points of healing. Welcome back, Seekers. This is episode nine of Need More Buffs. You'll be able to find the show notes for this episode at DeliveryCrab.com slash 009. That's DeliveryCrab.com slash 009. We have another big push for the online Light Seekers League in this episode. If you are looking for a place to play with others, play in the league, outside of the league, or if you just want to find a place to come and talk about the Light Seekers TCG, this is the place to do it. With that being said, we have another interview from a player in the league. His name is Adam, but I have a feeling many of you out there know him better as Blank. So let's jump right into the interview. Welcome back to Need More Buffs. I'm your host, Matt Sonnenberg. And today I have with me, once again, th- th- this is seems to be a common theme, someone I've met through the online Lightseekers League. This, this league is growing, whether it be just from people playing the game or from people that are interested in the game that just need a place to talk about Lightseekers. So... If you're interested, please join the Online Lightseekers League. You'll be able to find a link to it in the show notes that's going to be uh, on DeliveryCrab.com. But today I have with me Adam. How are you doing today, Adam? I'm doing pretty good. How are you doing, Matt? I'm not doing bad my, myself. Um, so I mentioned the Online Lightseekers League. A, a lot of people actually know you on there. They might not know you by Adam. I believe that most people know you by blank. It's your handle yep. you use over there. Is there any significance to that? I've always kind of wondered, or is it just one of those, eh, I don't know what I want to call myself. We'll just type in blank <laughs> since they don't let you leave a blank. Well, it, it's kind of both. Um, it actually, it, I'm a bit of an anime fan, and that actually comes from an anime that I watch with my friends. Okay. Yeah, I would not be but familiar with that. It, it also comes from... I just really don't know what to call myself online. So then I just kind of stole it. <laughs> <laughs> I understand that. I've, I I have struggled in the past to come up with names and I end up reusing them as much as possible. So uh, really, I like, I like your name though in the league. <laughs> yeah. I, I, that one, it, it, it was a stroke of genius one day and it's actually a little more recent. I've only been using that for like a year, year and a half or something like that. So I actually, actually, have you ever, have you ever told your uh, listeners your name on the leak? Um, not directly. I don't think, but I, I most of the people I've interviewed <laughs> know who I am over there. Uh, but yes, I am as a matter of Matt, but enough of that. Let's get back to you. The focus of this particular episode, what kind of background do you have with TCGs or card games in general? I'm all over the place. I've played magic, the gathering, Yu-Gi-Oh!, uh, Vanguard. I played a little bit of Buddy Fight. I played Wise Wars. One time, me and my friends got together and, as a joke, played the My Little Pony card game. Uh, <laughs> I played a game or two of Netrunner. I've and there's countless more, but we'll be here all day. <laughs> sure, sure. Where, what game did you start with? Can, can you nail it down? My first card game would be Yu-Gi-Oh because my brother gave me his deck. Okay. Okay, that that's I, how it happens. A lot of times is like someone gave you some cards and got you interested. I'm not not at all surprised by that. 
So then the question is, how did you find out about Lightseekers or where did you get your start with Lightseekers? Well, so coming into this, it's kind of weird because I didn't find it through the TCG aspect like a lot of your other interviews. Sure. I actually found it because of the figures. Okay. that That's honestly, that's where I found out about it first as well. Like I played Skylanders for a while and it was mostly because like, you know, you have nieces or nephews, young people coming over, you don't, and they want to play games with you and you don't want to throw out, you know, the, the very bloody intense, violent games, Adams. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, nine year old. Want to play dark souls? <laughs> yeah. It's not a good place to start. I don't think their parents would enjoy that. It kind of started as that. And I just, I it probably also helps with the TCG thing. I just really like collecting things. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you buy one figure, then you buy more, and then you buy more, and then... <laughs> so do you own all the figures that are out right now? Um, For Lightseekers, sadly, no, because they are much more of an investment. <laughs> it's true, but, like, they, they do have that higher price point, but I do enjoy that there are much fewer of them than say like yeah. skylanders yeah definitely and also i mean to be honest i like the quality of the figures a lot and i like mm-hmm. the customizability and i love their interactions with the game um in fact i played the actual app game for light seekers for a bit but i decided to put it off until i can get a figure because i want to be able to switch my weapons fair enough so yeah like you said the skylanders is actually where i got my start as well um I'm I'm not sure if you're familiar. I I won't dive into it too much because it's not the theme of this podcast. But uh are you familiar with Skylanderscharacterlist.com? Yeah, I am, yeah. That's my site as well. Really? Yes. Dang, I've been interacting with you for a while then. <laughs> Without <laughs> Maybe even not knowing directly. It. So th- that's good to hear that you you kind of came from that world too. That's exactly where I'm coming from. And uh it, it, like I said that the the figures were what drew me in initially it's not what it what held my attention it was when i found that tcg it's like that's got my interest i'm gonna stick around for this so yeah for real it actually it came at the perfect time for me because me and my friends were getting it we were playing edh in magic a lot which i'm not going to go into what all that is it's a different format than mm-hmm. format than regular magic sure and those games they get long and drawn out and like i I get tired out after a while. <laughs> yeah, that 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 is a nice selling point of Light Seekers as well. That a, a typical game is going to take you, you know, fifteen twenty minutes. Now, obviously, we we saw at PAX Unplugged recently that the championship type matches t- tend to get a little more drawn out because right now people are playing a lot of defense and healing a lot, and it's just, I mean. I understand when you get to that level that that's what's going to happen, but compared to other TCGs, I think that Lightseekers is a lot lighter. And so like the strategy part is still there, but you don't have as big of a time investment that you have to worry about. Oh, definitely. And let me deconstruct that immediately once we get into my deck. Because <laughs> <laughs> my deck is like the least strategy intensive one that you've probably had on here. Well, fair enough. Well, why don't we do just that? Um, we'll dive into your deck here. You can give us a quick rundown of what's in the, your deck list and um, 
for anyone that might be new to the show, of course, the, the deck list will be in the show notes. You can find those on deliverycrab.com. That's uh, so you don't have to sit here and write it down or anything like that. We'll, we'll have the complete list there for you, but go ahead. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, give us your list and, uh, then we'll, we'll talk about it some more. All right. And I'll go, I want to preface it with this too. Somehow this list has got me to number one on the season zero for the online league. So <laughs> it's true. Everybody out there, this list was made with like two structure decks. Let that be a testament to how easy it is to get into this game and actually get going. Mm-hmm. All right. So my list uh, starts with the hero, Zuna. Sure. And of course, her ability is that you can draw two cards and let your opponent draw a card. Uh, this is really good for for my deck because the draw power is needed, but I, I guess I'll get into that later. <laughs> yeah, we can definitely dive into it. For our atta- for my attacks, I have two Fumbling Alchemist, three Loopers, three Tyrax Mercenaries, three Chronomoth, three Sneaky Creeble, two Umbron Thief, one Shadowy Figure, Two f- and two frenzied creeble. This I have listed down as a pseudo attack because it's a defend card, but three umbron marauder. Then we have more. These are it's three attacks and two defends here. We have three crazed bomber as attacks and two fountain of times as defends, and those are all in for buff control. And then we have three tyrax fixers as our only actual defend healing card. And combo-wise, I'm running Time Collapse, Nitro Heal, Celerity, Overwhelming Blast, and Time Flicker. And that's the deck. All right. As I think anyone is going to notice right off the bat is there is a ton of attack cards in here. Oh, yeah. I I, I don't think I've ever seen a deck built with so much attack in mind. Um, I It, it still blows my mind. Like, I, I just don't know... Like, I've played against this deck, and, I mean, it, it was a little bit earlier on in the league, so I I, I will admit, I, I myself wasn't too experienced. And I don't know if it's just you're not expecting that, or if it is just so much attack that, that like, I, I want to try playing this deck again sometime. But <laughs> just to see how much it's changed and, like, knowing what's coming, if that makes a big difference, like... I, I just don't know what to think. But like you said, you're at the top of the league right now. Have you even lost a game? I've lost single games, but I've never lost a match. Sure. I've lost sure. two single games. Okay. And that was to me one time way early on in this deck's life. I kind of killed myself. <laughs> okay. And um, the other time was I just didn't know about a card's existence and it burst me down. Sure. From 16 life where I thought 15 was usually the kill range. So I would, I didn't heal. Fair enough. So I guess where I'm not even sure where to start with this, but <laughs> yeah, I'm going against the name of the podcast and everything. Where's the buff? <laughs> it's true. You, you need more buffs. You have <laughs> one buff card in here, period. 
And that's your celerity. combo buff. Just yeah, celerity just to gain an additional action, so you can play more attack cards. It's, the funny thing is, I don't even use it as a buff. It's used solely to pay for other combos. I was gonna say it's used as payment because the, the way these line up, it, it works out pretty nicely. That probably mostly for your, your time collapse, I'm guessing. Oh yeah, time collapse. All the buffs can be used to help with time collapse. Obviously, Nitro Heal is the best one to use with uh, for time collapse because then you only need one more card. Mm-hmm. So, do, do you do you have a basic strategy when going to play, or do you just kind of draw as many cards as possible and then attack, attack, attack? Like, do you well, have any sequence to this? It, it kind of depends on the opening hand, and I know earlier I said this is the least intensive deck you can play, but. There's actually a lot of different ways that I go about it, depending on just what cards I start out with. Sure. One big thing, actually, is Zuna interacts with one particular card in this deck, which is Umbron Marauder. She has 29 starting health, while the majority of heroes have 30 health. Also true. Which means that on turn one, if I open with Umbron Marauder, I can slap six damage on my opponent, no questions asked, just out of the gate. Yeah, yeah, that 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 is actually an advantage to having a lower health, lower starting health. Yeah, haven't haven't thought of that one. And then um, on top of that, I said two fumbling alchemists. That number is supposed to be going up to three. I just got to get my last one from DeliveryCrab.com. Wink, wink. <laughs> you got it. I have a lot of cards in here that do six damage. It's true. So. And if not six, they do at least four. Majority of the time, I'll be able to hit double digits on turn one. So a lot of the time, it depends what deck I'm facing, who's their hero. Got to kind of know the interactions in your head. And sometimes I'll be like, okay, I need to use the beginning of this game to draw a bunch of cards and then try and then wait it out. And sometimes it's more like, I know it's, I know that they're going to be controlling my hand, like maybe they're playing Jester or Infiltrator or something, mm-hmm. or um, or their hero is just a slow-going hero. In that case, I want to hit them as fast as I can, as soon as I can. A couple other things I noticed. like One, Zuna has superior ability in both explosives and time, which yep. actually covers the bulk of your cards the the only mechanical card you have in here is tyrex fixer which obviously i mean if that's the only card you can't even play two of it in the same turn so you're set to go like there there is no limitation to what what cards you can play from your hand no and like that it really helps out the deck because it's like if i want to play a looper and a chrono moth in a turn Sure, nine damage, draw a card. Both of us do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and in that same vein, this has to be the most unaligned cards I've ever seen in a deck, too. Like, I think <laughs> I've said that before with someone else's deck, but you you have them outdone for sure. Because, let's see, what is that? Three, six, seven, ten unaligned cards? Yep. That's a third of your deck. <laughs> do, do, do you ever find that it's... Obviously, they're all doing damage, so they're all useful. But do you ever find it harder to play your combos then when you have so many unaligned cards in there? Honestly, not at all. I've never had a combo that's sit in my hand and like just been useless. A lot of it's because my combos are mostly used to pay for other combos. And they're just, the combos are such a second thought in this deck, aside from maybe Time Collapse and Nitro Heal. 
that most of the time they get in your hand and you're just like, draw more. (laughs) And with Zuna, that's not hard to do. Not at all. So the the games that you have lost, I know you kind of explained it already, but did they, were they able to block the damage that we're doing or could you just not get enough damage out fast enough or did they get more damage out before you did? So... One of the games I lost, like I said, it was early on in this deck's life. I was running Body Morph. And what happened was I had never got to play it before. And I was like, I'm going to try it out. And then I quickly learned, don't ever play any buff, even if it's a combo buff in this deck. Because since you run no other buffs, they get removed instantly and you wasted a turn. <laughs> I can see that, yeah. Mm, I didn't even think about that. But if you have no buffs in your hand, then your opponent's buff removal, which everybody carry. I mean, you even you carry buff removal. Oh yeah. Like that that they become dead cards really. Yeah, that's half the point. I knew that everybody was playing buff removal, which is why I was like, I'm gonna make a deck that isn't using buffs. That that's an interesting scheme. Have you played this deck outside of the league at all? Do do you have a chance to play in, in person or uh, I I mean I online mean, with others elsewhere? Just against some friends in real life, and the thing is, they just use other decks that are also mine. It's uh, they haven't had a chance to actually build too many custom decks themselves, or they're not sure what's in the deck. Yeah, kind of, kind of both. It just uh, I've been taking it out to the local card shop and trying to get some popularity built, and I'm getting a few people's eyes. But the big problem is just availability. Like no one wants to go over to Toys R Us and buy the decks. Sure. Does your local card shop doesn't sell it yet then? No, not yet. It's a very magic-focused shop. Sure. We got Fountain of Time. When I've seen that card in play, more often than not, folks use it to manipulate their own buffs. Now, obviously, like we said, the only buff you have is celerity which and it doesn't even turn <laughs> isn't a rotating buff so it's not affected by fountain of time do you just out of curiosity one how often do you find yourself actually playing that card as opposed to like using it for payment and two do you like to rotate forward or backwards i like typically i well i'll let you answer that first so one almost every game Okay. Two, exclusively forward. Yeah, yeah. That, and right after I asked it, I'm like, "Well, that's situational. Usually, it's forward for other people's and backwards for your own." But um, since you're not rotating your own, that's a, kind of a silly question. Well, I mean, there could be uses where rotating it backwards might be helpful to rotate maybe something to a X point. Fair enough. Yeah, to deactivate it, I can see that. So far, I just haven't really had any situation pop up like that so i shouldn't i probably shouldn't have said exclusively yeah i just realized i i've never had it happen to me but if you're playing uh against, against storm well i know you've played at least one storm deck but it's <laughs> <laughs> uh so you're familiar with Stormwall, right yeah but the actually time uh oh it only works time, time on, time action, work on that. action buffs doesn't it yeah, yep. I just have to wait out that one. Yep. Okay, so y- you have played against it, and you typically wait it out, it sounds like. Well, d- 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 Does that cause problems for you? No, not usually. I-, I wait it out only to its second turn. Okay. 
And then you, you know, well, then you should have a crazy bomber. bomber in there. Yep. Yeah. That would make sense. Because almost any time I'm playing Storm, I just draw like crazy. Because Storm isn't usually running Jester because Storm is a very combo-intensive faction. I can attest to that. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any other comments about this deck? Like, if someone would want to try and play this deck, what's the best bit of advice you can give to them? Always play Chrono Moth when able. He's one of my favorite cards in this deck. And is um, that is that just because it has kind of the, the dual ability, damage and draw? Pretty much. I mean, he just, he chains so well into, like, everything. Give me an example. Um. Okay, if you have to Zuna. Okay. Like, on turn one, I'll Zuna a lot, and then if I can throw down a Chrono Moth, I can get three cards in that turn and still deal a little tick of damage to my opponent. It's true. If I'm, like... I can't really explain, like, a lot of scenarios, because it's not really a scenario-specific card. It's just really nice value to hit your opponent, even if it is only for three, and then replace itself. Mm -hmm. And it just makes digging through your deck that much faster, too, which is really good for us. (laughs) Jumping back to Zuna briefly, I've heard some experienced card players... They're generally new to Light Seekers, but they know their TCGs pretty well. And they look at Zuna and her power and say, why would I want to do that? It Like, I understand drawing two, but allowing your opponent to draw one every time. Do, do you use that a lot in your games? Do you use that ability a lot? Uh, Yes, actually. I use it any time that I feel like I need to stock up on cards, really. And, and you don't find that giving your opponent extra cards that often is a detriment? Well, it can be. But the way that I have to look at it most of the time is I pump out so much damage every turn, and I'm running a bit more buff control than most decks are going to be prepared for. So a lot of the times their damage is either coming from buffs or their damage is coming from some kind of combo. And I'll just be outpacing them. Sure, they're taking so much longer to set up their attacks, whereas you're attacking. Basically, has it to your memory? Has there ever been a round where you didn't do damage? There have, there have. Okay, there are times where it's just like I need to refresh my hand, so I'll activate Zuna, and then I'll just pass, and I'll draw three in one turn. Sure. Well, any I guess final words of wisdom for anyone out there that would attempt to play your deck? Wait for wait until you can kill them with time collapse <laughs> don't don't waste the time collapse that, that's your your favorite method it's uh it's probably the best closer the deck has because outside of it your kill range is going to be 12 good to know i haven't done the math i the, the the other math question i wonder about do you know how much damage potential you have in this deck i didn't take the time to, what was that 14 <laughs> I, I, I'm just wondering, like, overall, like, all oh, the cards that um, put, put together, have you ever taken the time? To, like, add what all their values would equal yeah, out to? Yeah, j- just uh, because there's so many attack cards in here, that makes me wonder, like, just how much damage is built into this deck. Um, if you don't know, you don't need to add it up now. We can <laughs> we can figure that out later. It's, but It's uh certainly over 50. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a good amount. I mean, especially when you're capped at 35. So if anyone would want to get a hold of you, uh, talk to you more about light seekers, what, what's the best way to do that? Uh, either find me on the online league on uh, discord with my name being blank. Like you said earlier. Okay. 
Or you could hit me up on uh, on my email, I guess, lostgold13 at gmail.com. All right, that works too. I don't I don't have a lot of things to, to reach me on. I'm not even on the Lightseekers forums. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. That the online Lightseekers League, like I said, it's been growing at a, a fairly steady pace, which is always good to see, whether it just be for Lightseekers conversation or just getting people interested in the game. We've had a lot of people on there recently who haven't even started playing they just heard about the game and wanted to learn more so whatever the case may be yeah come join us you can find blank there yep i actually just remembered one more thing that's actually really important on this deck too and it goes along with that zuna thing you were talking about earlier with letting your opponent draw a card sure uh in my list you probably noticed that there is a single one of of shadowy figure Yes. He is another one of my favorite cards in this deck because what he does is four damage, name an element, your opponent shuffles a card of that element into their deck. It's true. What do you usually target with that? Usually I go after whatever their superior element is because it dictates that's probably what they have the most of in their hand. Good point. Um, Sometimes, especially with Storm, Mm -hmm. I will... And if I'm trying to close a game, I'll go after whatever element has the most healing. I'm usually not too worried about damage. They yeah, can ping me. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. Absolutely. Well, thank you for being on the show today. Thanks for having me. And I'm sure we'll be talking to you again soon in the league. Yep. Later, everybody. And that's all we have this week from Blank. Once again, the show notes for this episode can be found at DeliveryCrab.com slash 009. There you'll be able to find not only contact information if you want to get a hold of Blank, but you can also find the deck list that we discussed, and you can take a closer look at all the cards that are in that deck. Once again, I'll mention the Online Lightseekers League. They just started Season 1, and I don't think they're still accepting new entrants for this season, but still, come in, join us, talk with us, find out anything you want to know about Lightseekers, and just see what's going on in the community. It's going to be good for all of us to get the word out there about the game and just come together and enjoy this new game that we love. So I hope to see you there, but now it's time to go make some more deliveries.